the Holistic Nutritionist podcast. My name's Natalie Douglas, and it is a solo episode today, and one that I think is a really important thing to revisit. For a lot of women, I, in my experience, we kind of don't really know what a normal period or a normal cycle is, or we think we know but what we know is either incorrect or um, not exactly the whole truth. So that'll make more sense once I get into the nitty gritty of it. So today I really want to have a bit of a conversation or create a space for you, an episode for you where you can come back to, to understand what a normal cycle is, what a normal period is. So then you know when you aren't within that, when you are outside the norm and therefore know to seek some help. And in some episodes to follow, I will be going deeper into what are some common period or hormonal imbalance issues and how to address them or where to kind of start, what might be driving them. But this episode, I really wanted to give you guys a really good idea that is practical and thorough around what a normal period is. However, before I do, I just wanted to quickly remind you of a couple of things. First thing is that um, in the coming months, we will we will be accepting more people in to Gut Rescue and Thyroid Rescue, which are my two flagship gut and thyroid healing programs. Both programs come with one-to-one support if that's what you choose to have, which I think is really, really beautiful and really important a lot of the time when we're talking about health issues. Um, So if you're interested in either of those, if you've got gut issues, if you've got thyroid issues, if you are needing some help or some support with any of those things, then please make sure that you are subscribed to the waitlist for either or both of those programs, which you can get on either through my Instagram bio, there's a a direct link there, or you can go to my website, which is nataliekdouglas.com and click on either the thyroid rescue or gut rescue tabs, and that will take you to the wait list. Fun times. All right, moving on. So periods, 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 periods. Well, first, the first most common question that I get is, you know, how long should my cycle be? So when I say cycle, what I mean is how long does it take from the first day of your period to the next time it comes along. So a lot of the time there's some confusion around what a period is versus what a cycle is. So a cycle is the length between day one, um, which is the first day of bleeding, and that's something else to remember, all the way back to when day one begins again. So that's what a cycle is. A period, when we're talking about periods, we're referring to how many days are you bleeding for, not spotting, but actual bleeding. So day one starts or is considered your first full day of proper bleeding. So it's quite common for people to get a bit of spotting just before their period and very small amounts of spotting is not a huge concern. Like if it's happening just, you know, the day or two before and it's only a small amount, not not a deal breaker um, in and of itself in the absence of other period imbalances or cycle imbalances. But if you're getting uh, spotting for like a week straight or more than a couple of days or it's quite significant, then that's definitely something to look into, which we'll talk about in another episode. 
However, normal cycle is anywhere between 21 to 35 days. So a lot of the time there's this misconception that unless it's 28 days long, that your cycle is either short or long. That's not at all true. Um, A normal cycle is anywhere between 21 and 35 days, and it may actually change for you throughout your life. So just keep in mind that if you had longer cycles when you were younger and now they're a bit shorter, as long as it's still fitting within that window um, and it's relatively consistent, as in it's not too different month to month, um, then I would consider consider that a normal cycle length. A normal period bleed is anywhere from two to seven days. So that is proper bleeding that's happening, not the spotting that comes before your period if that's happening for you, um, but two to seven days. And again, this is something that can change throughout your life and that is okay. There's nothing to be concerned about in the absence of other signs and symptoms that there might be an imbalance there, if that makes sense. Um, The other thing to note is that it is not normal to have period pain. So it is normal to feel some sensation and maybe even what someone would describe as slight discomfort, but pain to the point where it interferes with your daily activities or definitely to the point where you need to take pain medication, pain relieving medication, that is not normal. It's incredibly common, but it's not normal. Um, And so that's something to be mindful of because I think what can happen a lot of the time is, you know, we've, we've only experienced our period, right? We have not lived in anyone else's body. We don't know what it's like to be in someone else's cycle or period experience. We only know ours. So even if you've always, quote unquote, always had painful periods, that's still not normal. It might be common to you. It might be a common experience that you've had throughout your menstruating years or for many years or even many months, whatever it is for you. However, period pain is not normal. And I'm really passionate about sharing that because I think too many women suffer unnecessarily. And I know as someone who has endometriosis myself, which is a condition that can definitely cause painful periods, and I would I would fit into that category, that having period pain is, especially when it's bad period pain, is horrific. And and it's I think unless you experience it, it's really hard to understand just how painful and sometimes scary it can be for people. I know a lot of my endometriosis patients um, get a lot of anxiety leading up to their period, understandably so, because they know what pain they're in for. And there are certainly things that we can do from a natural medicine perspective and also from a conventional medicine perspective to help lessen that pain. And I think quality of life is incredibly important. So please don't suffer in silence. Um, It's really important that you do reach out and get some help and just understand your options and even what is going on. Because while endometriosis is one potential issue, there are also many other possibilities as well, which we'll talk about in a future episode. It's so hard for me, guys, not to digress and not to just go down a rabbit hole. But I have my list here in front of me and I'm like, no, no, stay on track. Okay, so next point to note is that generally speaking, um, you want your period to mostly be quite bright red. So bright red usually indicates that we've got, you know, good blood flow um, and things are moving through your system well. 
Um, you can, you know, it's it's normal if you're particularly if you're wearing pads, like if your blood has been sitting in your pad for a while, it will, when it's exposed to oxygen, it will go darker. So that's nothing to be concerned about. What I tell people to do is more pay attention when you wipe. I think that's an easier um, indication as opposed to just looking in your tampon or in your um, uh, period undies or in your um, on your pad. That can be a little bit confusing because obviously it's exposed to oxygen and that's going to change the color of it. So just look when you wipe. Um, and that's something just to keep in mind. You also shouldn't have too many clots. And when there are a few clots, which will usually happen on your heaviest period days, um, they shouldn't be any bigger than about a five cent piece. And if they are, then again, that's something to get checked out or look into. If you have really heavy periods, it's very likely that you have clots. Um, And the reason that is, is because as you are losing blood, your body is trying to produce anticoagulants, which is basically something that unclots the blood. But when the flow is really heavy and it's coming out fast, it's almost like your body can't keep up with production of those anticoagulants, which means that you end up seeing larger clots come out. So that's just an explanation behind why. However, you you should definitely get that checked out if you are having you know, large amounts of clots or they are quite big um, in terms of when they are coming out. As far as um, overall blood loss across your period days, this is another thing that can be really difficult for people to wrap their head around again because it comes back to you only know what is normal to you. So to put some context around it, you know, a normal period should lose about 50 mils of of blood. Um, If it's less than about 25 mils, then that would be considered quite like a scanty flow. And if you lose more than 80 mils, that would be when we consider that you have a heavy period. So in terms of practical what does that look like because obviously we're not all there we like measuring cups measuring spoons being like oh yep another 10 mils here we go add it to the list I mean if you're doing that by all means you do you however I feel like most people are not so one regular like one fully soaked regular pad or tampon holds five mils of period fluid because it's it's not all just blood um, but for the sake of ease let's just call it blood so period blood and a super tampon or super pad that's fully soaked holds 10 mils so you can kind of do some calculations and you might not be allowing your pad or your tampon to fill up right to the top but you would just guesstimate so if you're like well this looks like it's half soaked then you would half that amount, if that makes sense. If you're using a menstrual cup, then just check which type you're using and what, how much uh, liquid or fluid it holds. That's probably a really, that's honestly like the easiest way to get a gauge of how heavy your period is because you can obviously just eyeball it much better. And um, that that's worth sometimes doing so you can see. However, if not, then you can still guesstimate through pads and tampon fillage. Also remember that it's it's across all days of your period. So that's not that 50 mils of blood is not just for one day. It's across all days of your period. Um, what else was I needing to tell you? 
oh yes, that's what I wanted to, to share with you as well, is a, just a really brief explanation of the phases of your cycle. Uh, again, probably should have started with this, but I think it's something that, sorry, I dropped my microphone. Mic drop, see? Oh, period talk is getting the mic drops. But I actually did drop my microphone. Anyway, phases of your cycle. So the first part is your follicular phase, and that starts from day one of your period of your of when you start to bleed, and it lasts for anywhere between seven to twenty-one days. So this is the most variable part of your cycle, and this is essentially what mostly dictates your cycle length. Uh, and then next we have ovulation, which is one day. And then after ovulation, we have the luteal phase, which is relatively fixed. So it's between 10 to 16 days long. So that makes up all phases of your cycle. And um, I think it is something to be mindful of because there are certain things that change for us throughout that cycle in lots of different ways that affect our energy, our motivation, our sex drive, our, you know, um, resilience in some ways. And I, I really love trying to work my life around my cycle, which may sound a little bit um, woo-woo to some of you. However, it's totally not. So in your follicular phase, you generally, and, and leading up to ovulation, even during ovulation, you generally have a, like, you're just more motivated because that's when we have more estrogen and estrogen is like our motivating get up and go, I got this shit um, kind of hormone. So that's when I will, I'll be more social. I will try and get more stuff done. I generally will do more exercise or higher intensity exercise during this time because I feel good doing it and I um, get energy from doing that. And then in your luteal phase, this is when it's more, generally you feel a little bit more sensitive. You might need a bit more rest. You might feel a little bit more introverted. You might feel a little bit less social. Um, you might need more hugs, all these kinds of things where it's almost a time to not retreat away from your life, but just pull back a little bit. At least for me, it works really well in organizing my life around that kind of area and then really making sure that you don't overbook yourself in any way in that luteal phase and even for the first couple of days of your period I think a lot of the time we just kind of let it come up and deal with it because we can right however I cannot recommend enough looking ahead in your calendar particularly if you do have regular cycles it makes it a little bit easier to do this and just like putting a note in your diary, hey, this is pre-period week or this is period week. Don't put yourself out for multiple social occasions. Don't put your hand up for, for a big uh, project at work. For those of you who are entrepreneurs, like don't overschedule yourself at that time, really pull back and don't feel guilty about it because if you work your life around your cycle, you will be so much more productive. You will show up so much better for yourself and for those around you. And it makes living so much more sustainable instead of just constantly pushing and pushing and pushing and knowing that, okay, well, I can just push through it. Or if I have a bit of discomfort or I feel tired, I can either have a coffee or take some pain medication. That's, that's not good enough. 
as in that's not I don't want that for you and not that it's what about what I want but I just want to give you a permission slip to say that we are women we are incredible we are cyclical beings we have hormones that fluctuate and while sometimes there are there are many f- actually funny jokes we can make about that in and of itself, it's something to celebrate because we, once we know our cycle, once we know our bodies well, we can harness those different phases to our advantage and to the advantage of our life and those who we share it with. So I'm going to leave you with that. If there are any questions you have about period problems that are on your mind, please feel free to send me a message on Instagram and I will add it to my list of, um, I guess, imbalances or issues to address as I'm starting to create uh, some more content around this for you guys in the coming weeks on different podcast episodes. So have a fabulous day or night whenever it is that you are listening to this. Um, Go and check when your period is due and Um, schedule some time in for you before that to relax and I will speak to you all very soon.